Hello everybody, welcome to Half the Human. This is Ghost. Over the last couple of years I've lost 200 pounds, or over half my starting weight. Obligatory disclaimer that when it comes to your health and any lifestyle changes you're considering making, don't take the internet's word or some random YouTube hosts. The best place for advice on your personal needs is your doctor. And I know that since two weeks ago that you all have been sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for today, Sunday, for the top 20 things that happen when you lose weight. If you notice what I did there, I left the cliffhanger week so that the drama, the angst would build so that you guys just absolutely could not resist tuning in to this week. But the wait is over, and now is the top 20. And starting with number 20 is going to be kind of a double header or something for men and something for the women. If it is a little bit NSFW, I'll try to make it as safe for work wording as possible. But the upper chest area is made out of adipose tissue or fat so as you lose weight that is naturally an area that can shrink as well so depending on how you look at it that may be a pro or a con and now for the one that pretty much strictly affects the guys is without getting too graphic into it is that Guys may see changes in an area that some may historically be or have been insecure about. Just to put it as safe for work as possible, the, the mailbox didn't get taller, the grass around it just got mowed. So that is all we're going to say about number 20. And for the next one, number 19, is that your style may change. Some people may find this as a shock, but there are a large number of overweight and obese people who are insecure about that fact. And that we're all insecure about something, and for that specifically, you close is something that can mask that a little bit. Or even if it's just people don't want to stand out, so they dress more moderately, more mildly. So as you sculpt as you shape your body to more what you are hoping it will be then that can affect how you what you wear and how you choose to present yourself and for the next one number 18 which is going to be obvious enough is that you may be less sore just even if you got to try thinking about if you got to lose 25 30 40 50 pounds whatever you want to whatever you want to lose Try picking up a weight, a dumbbell, anything that weighs that much, and it can present a bigger challenge than you would think. Now think about that on your body and carrying that around nonstop, and your joints, back, feet, all of that stuff that is responsible for it all the time can really put quite the pressure on that, and that can cause some discomfort. So relieving that weight may very well help relieve some of that soreness. 
Number 17 is less stress about planes, rides, cars, and what people think. Because if you're going on an airplane or a train where you're next to someone, or just even in the spot where you're not necessarily next to someone, but where you could face the embarrassing moment of not fitting or needing Annika's seatbelt extension, that can, some people would find that pretty embarrassing or humiliating and so naturally as you get smaller there is less of that type of thing to worry about and now number 16 is this one mostly applies when you cross into the healthy normal weight range and when you do new people that you meet at that weight will have never known they will know you as and have kind of just average person, they will never know that you, unless you tell them or they see old pictures, they will see you as you are now with no recollection that you were once overweight or heavy, which to me is something that kind of blew my mind a little bit. And number 15 may be more so a result of diet, but obviously that has a direct impact on weight as well. But you may find that your tastes may change, which if you think about a lot of the calorie-dense foods or foods that really add up quick, such as candy, soda, potato chips, all the salt and sugar that's in that. So naturally cutting that stuff out is very helpful for losing weight. And if you're not blasting your taste buds with that stuff nonstop, you start to get more of the subtle flavors of food that is not just loaded with that stuff so you may enjoy for example for me carrots actually taste sweet to me now which if you would have told me that two years ago or even a year and a half ago I would have thought you were crazy just some you were hoping or wishing that it was but it is something I truly can say I can taste now is the sweetness of even raw carrots and now number 14 is that your goals may change. For me, my original goal weight was about between 130 to 150 pounds lost. And even as I was getting to 100, 110, 120, I could I noticed that I was probably going to have to move my goal posts which because here in America and just being heavy your whole life, you really don't know what a healthy human body looks like. So as you put more focus into the health aspect of it, your goals can change on what you ultimately hope for. And this next one is an interesting one that kind of has two sides from it. Number 13 is your opinions on overweight or obese people or even just people in general facing such as something like smokers may change. There are a number of bad healthy habits that people are always saying that they want to quit, that they want to give up. So being overweight or obese you may either find yourself self-empathizing with them more because you really relate to the difficulty of getting started and sustaining 
the lifestyle changes or you may find yourself if you hear them complaining just thinking that you don't have to live this way that you can do something about it now nowadays especially with the internet I guess that equals plenty of bad information but there's a lot of good information for whatever your so-called vice is that can hopefully help you quit but with like most things I tend to favor the empathetic side of it I think that that type of mindset can help everybody get what they want. 12 is that you will discover more of your own specific individual bodily nuances, things like veins, bones, tendons that you didn't even know you had. Collarbones is a very popular one that blows people's mind. It kind of did to me too as as they started to emerge from the depths of what had previously been there. I noticed the some veins on my hands, forearms, another thing that I found very interesting. So that is something that you can look forward to discovering as you approach a healthy weight. 11 is that it is easier to gain weight, and that is specifically because as you lose weight, your total daily energy expenditure drops, your body has to naturally expend more energy doing basic things and keeping you alive. The more you weigh, the heavier you are. So as you lose weight, it becomes it's able to be more efficient. Therefore, it requires less calories that it needs to do that. And also, your body naturally has... In some areas, like the calves, as mentioned in the previous episode, become extra, extra muscular. And so as the calves work out less because you're less heavy, you lose a little bit of muscle mass naturally. And muscle, even at rest, burns more calories than fat. So that is another area that that impacts the TDEE and therefore making it easier to gain weight. Number 10 is that you may find yourself more confident, able to tackle anything the world throws at you. Losing weight is a big accomplishment, especially if you consider the fact that here in America there is an obesity over uh, epidemic of people being overweight. So once you can tackle that, it really boost the confidence to do other things and it also could it manifest itself through the clothes and being able to not have to worry if as previously mentioned about fitting in plane seats about eating at restaurants different areas where people may judge notice you that can all accumulate and result in a new level of confidence And number nine is you may notice that symptoms of being overweight or obese decrease. And for example, I'll give a personal anecdote of mine, is pretty much every night before I started, I would have heartburn, so I would take just some over-the-counter acid reflux medication, otherwise it would be a miserable night. But literally within a month, of starting my li- my diet, my lifestyle changes, 
I had only had heartburn five times, and since then, maybe once or twice, if I had to guess, which is a crazy drastic change, and the more obvious weight-related things as well, such as lowering blood pressure, lower levels of triglycerides, less erectile dysfunction, another not super SFW one, but something if that is a problem for you that you may be happy to hear that that can help you with. Number eight is something that I 100% can relate to, and that is you may find yourself running colder than you historically have, which makes sense if you think about it. Fat acts as an insulation or a really heavy sweater, so that what which would be in winter, why if you know a big person, they may be the type of guy that wears shorts during December or that never needs to layer up. But for me, that is, I can attest with personal experience that something that is 100% changed. But on the flip side of that is that summers already have, I've noticed, have become a lot more tolerable which again, if you think about it as insulation and our bodies, which kind of ultimately act like furnaces, that that can make a huge difference. Number seven is that you may regret not starting sooner. And that is something that I can relate to as well. It has not been a super hard thing doing this. So now just thinking back on what, on what, may have been different if I had decided to start sooner, although ultimately, again, living in America and just the internet age in general, with all the good information that's out there, all the awesome weight loss podcasts from someone that have, has lost more than half their body weight that are out there, there is also a lot of bad information out there, a lot of bad diet culture where... People go so hard at first that they burn out and go back to old habits rather than intentionally making changes that they can stick to for a long time. So it doesn't pay to beat yourself too much up about it, although ultimately it is something that you really should get on the ball on because now is a better time than tomorrow. There also can be some pretty serious health consequences related to being overweight or obese. And so that brings us to number six, is which you may find yourself less tired, which similar to being less sore when you're not carrying around all that extra weight all the time, that really can make a tremendous impact on that aspect of life. And number five is less risk of death by fat which just to simply put, according to the National Institutes of Health, obesity and overweight together are the second leading cause of preventable death in the United States, close behind tobacco use, and estimated 300,000 deaths per year are due to the obesity epidemic. So that pretty much just speaks for itself. Number four is not a good one. Number four is loose skin which as you gain that excess fat, the skin needs to expand in order to contain you all. 
and as you lose weight, some may find that that skin has trouble retracting back to its original state, but at the end of the day, it really boils down to that skin happened from gaining weight and not losing weight, so the simple equation of would you rather have the skin plus the fat or the skin without the fat and I think if you can think of, if you're able to think objectively about it that the skin without the fat is the easy the obvious answer the no-brain answer and that's not to take away from any potential complications that some the loose skin can have but ultimately as we just went over the being overweight and or obese the potential long the effects of that seem to be a little bit more extreme number three is that you may find yourself still the same person and even maybe even less confident because something overweight and obese people we may not realize is that even skinny and fit people have things that they're concerned about have insecurities so you may lose the weight and the loose skin something we just went over you now may find yourself thinking about you may notice something about your hairlines you may not like your new body shape some of those new body nuances that come up you may find yourself concerned with or insecure about but so ultimately it may not be the cure-all for all of your ills and now number two is that your sleeping may change for the better and or for the worse depending on the individual things like snoring or sleep apnea may improve due to less constriction up there or you may find yourself having a little bit more difficulty sleeping due to the fat not acting as a cushion and therefore Things like your knees bumping together, bones hitting the mattress a certain way that they didn't used to. All now that that extra padding, that that's mattress, that that natural mattress topper is not available anymore. And number one is that people may treat you differently from cashiers, people you know, getting promotions at work, just to kind of display that here are a couple lines from a psychology today article it has been well documented that people who are physically attractive both men and women enjoy a plethora of benefits and privileges in life and here in the majority of the world being slim skinny fit is generally considered more attractive than being overweight or obese even thinking back, I, this isn't something I'm reading, but you think about a lot of statues. The Buddha statue is the primary one that I can think of that contradicts it, but I'm having a hard time thinking of too many overweight or obese marble statues. But now to continue reading that Psychology Today article, from getting higher marks in school, for handling in, for handing in the same quality work, to receiving more help when needed, from having an easier time job hunting, to getting higher salaries, they have an advantage. 
good-looking people are also less likely to be judged as guilty in legal and courtroom settings, not to mention the obvious advantages they possess in their relationship and dating department. Even in childhood, kids who are cuter often treated more favorably. But with that said, it also says that not everything may be all hunky-dory. There are some times negatives that come with that, such as the same Psychology Today article. People often make positive trait inferences upon initial encounters with good-looking people, such as assuming good-looking people to be more intelligent, healthy, and kind. However, there are also many undesirable traits that are automatically assumed to accompany physical attractiveness, and needless to say, these negative impressions could then detrimentally affect interpersonal relationship development and progression. For example, good-looking people often give off the initial impression of being self-centered, entitled, incompetent, and promiscuous. Being too attractive can also make people seem unapproachable and intimidating. Interestingly, even positive trait assumptions can have undesirable consequences, such as doctors not taking symptoms seriously due to assumptions of better health in the physically attractive. So that is something in general that is very unfortunate that I think even though a lot of it is perhaps not intentional treating differently, just something that happens who knows if it's just due to that we are conditioned that way or if it's something that even is just ingrained in us from way back but we should be taken for what we do and what we say versus how we look but unfortunately that as of right now and for the foreseeable future is just the world that we live in all we can do is be responsible for ourselves and try not to make those assumptions of others. So that concludes the top 20 from today and the top 50 overall. I'm sure it is everything you thought it would be and that I just blew your minds. Thank you for tuning in this week. I drop new episodes every Sunday at 7 a.m. Make sure to check out next Sunday's episode on Why Does Healthy Food Have to Suck? which if you listen to this episode, you will see that there was a little bit of a spoiler on why some may find healthy food not super exciting. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. Your subscriptions, likes, and comments are very important for me. We can grow this thing, but I can't do it without you. This is Ghost, and I will catch you on the flip side.